Hello and welcome, welcome back to the Connected Divergence podcast. My name is Tina Etheridge. I'm a radical ADHD and ADHD acceptance coach and quickest, tiniest little plug, I am currently taking on new one-on-one clients for coaching. So if you're listening and you love my podcast and you love the, the stuff I have going on, now is the time. I usually open up applications um, to take on new clients maybe three times a year, maybe four. Um, so this is probably, I'll never say never, but this is probably going to be the last time for the year. So hop on to do that. If you're interested, you can just go to comfortandkindness.co slash apply. So comfortandkindness.co slash apply and you can find the application there. It's probably only going to be up for like 24 hours because you usually get like floods and floods of emails, which is very overwhelming for me. Um, So I usually don't leave it open for too often. So again, if you're interested, hop on over there. Okay, so let's get to the the juice for today, the sauce for today. What's the word? Anyway, um, I wanted to come on and talk to you about touchstone libraries as a hack for understimulation, um, for when you are understimulated. And it doesn't have to just be when you're understimulated. It can be just a supportive tool for helping you follow your dopamine and help your brain remember the things you want to do. But this is a tool that I have found immensely helpful for me because I'm the kind of person that if I don't see it, it doesn't exist. And even if I do see it, but like the things I want to do are scattered throughout my home or like at the back of a closet, it's just not accessible. And so more executive dysfunction, right? Just more barriers to entry. So I won't do the things that I want to do. But a touchstone library is here to help. Another um, way to phrase this, kind of depending on your preference, might be a touchstone altar because that's also kind of what it is. Um, So the visuals that I have in my mind is, right, maybe a bookshelf, right? A bookshelf of your touchstones, of the things that you want to do, or a table, right? Like an altar-like table of um, the things you want to do. And that table can have tarot cards that you want to remember to use and like fun crystals that just make your brain happy. Um, You know, like shiny rocks. We love shiny little tiny beautiful things. Um, It can look like the books that you want to read and like remember to read. You can have your Nintendo Switch on there to remember that, oh right, brain, yes, I do like playing video games and I have one that I just bought. And there are so many vast varieties of this and If this is a tool that you end up implementing in your life, I would love it if you sent me a picture of your touchstone library, touchstone altar, so that I could share it with other people because, you know, being neurodivergent, our brains love templates. But big picture, the idea behind this tool, right? When we are understimulated, if you don't know what I mean about understimulation, it's basically the feeling that like nothing really sounds good. Nothing really sounds like it's going to scratch the itch for you. It's a very painful, boring, just like blah kind of feeling. It is not fun. It is one of my least favorite feelings. And really, you know, to to get through it, the you know, everybody always asks me for this magical, magical tool. And self-hypnosis does help me. Um, 
self-hypnosis, the self-hypnosis that I teach my clients helps me a lot, but a lot of times, right, I don't like to overuse any tool that I have in my toolbox. So a lot of times I just know in my brain and I tell myself, like, this is going to go away. I am not going to feel this way forever. I will feel differently eventually, maybe tomorrow. And I always do. So understimulation is not a permanent feeling and reminding ourselves that that can be helpful. But other times the issue with understimulation is really about executive dysfunction. It's like, cool, yeah, there's things I could do, but that sounds exhausting and I'm tired and, right, I don't want to go in the back of my closet and dig out my crochet project (laughs) that I, you know, want to work on. Or, um, you know, oh, you know, setting up my... Yeah, you know, my console to play this game, it just feels like a lot of steps or painting feels like a lot of steps or um, dang, like there's no TV show I want to watch or there's no restaurant I want to go eat at tonight. And that's not really true. It's just that our brain doesn't remember. Um, and in those moments, it's especially challenging to remember. So those moments, it's really helpful to have a pre-prepared list of like, Oh, right. Here's a whole list of movies that I want to watch. Here's a whole list of restaurants that I have been thinking about wanting to eat at and I haven't yet um, to help support our brains in remembering. So that is the whole idea about a touchstone library is like very visual, visual cues in our environment to support our brains in remembering. And your touchstone library doesn't have to be necessarily like a whole bookshelf or table of objects if that's not something that works for you or that doesn't really work with like your hobbies, interests, the things that you want to be doing. Like that's okay. A touchstone library can be as simple as a piece of tear off notepad paper where you write down like what are the things that I want to remember to do right? And as long as those things are fairly accessible and again, not buried somewhere (laughs) under a pile of clothes or something, like that is going to support your brain in doing it. So let me give you an example of my touchstone library um, to see if a template will help you. So my library is literally just a piece of paper because the things in my environment are incredibly accessible and visual at all times because I'm an ADHD coach and I just do these things. Um, but however, the clients that I've had that implement this, um, I have one client that has an art cart, which I just love that idea. And even the, like the feeling it has on my mouth so much art cart, like, ah, love that. Um, where like she has all of her art supplies in like a rolling cart and it makes them super accessible and they're all in one place and organized. So all she has to do is go up to the cart and she can literally get started in making her art. I have another client and this is one that I shared um, in a post on Instagram where her, so she's like a writer and she has the books that she's reading. She has some tarot cards, so sorry, some tarot cards, some affirmation cards. She has this little Lego thing that she built to remind remind her brain that like, oh yes, Legos are an option. There are flowers to remind her to go outside and this lovely rain stick that is just like sensory joy and then a picture of a typewriter to remind her brain like, oh yes, writing, writing stories. That's what she does. So it's very visual. It's all in one place. It's very aesthetically beautiful. Um, And sometimes, right, sometimes your brain is wired to love aesthetics. Like you might be the kind of person where aesthetics are your thing 
and they make your brain excited and give you dopamine. And I love that for you. I am not a very aesthetically um, inclined person. It's not that I don't appreciate it because I absolutely do, but my brain isn't wired toward creating those kinds of environments. And so for me, I just go for what feels practical, um, what helps me and what is accessible, what makes sense. But above all, a touchstone library should be accessible. It should be, that's the whole point, right? Just to make it highly accessible. So my touchstone library is, like I said, it's just a sheet of paper that is not a notebook because if I don't see it, it doesn't exist, even including a closed notebook that I then need to take the executive functioning to flip the page and find my spot. It's a whole thing. Um, so I make it really easy, right? I just have a tear off notepad and on that page that's right smack in front of me, that's on my desk. So I see it literally every day. I have journal, diamond paint, work on my fiction book, play the game wildflowers. I have workout, walking. I have read book for fun, read book for work. And I have, um, the kind of the name of like the, the course that I'm currently taking, So I have all of those things like written on a piece of paper in front of me. But the other important facet of this is, again, all of those things that I have written are highly accessible for me. My journal is literally underneath this sheet of paper. So it's like right there. I have pens available. It's all on my desk. Then my journal is open to my last page so I can literally just start writing Um, My diamond painting, right? That is up, out, set up at all times. All I have to do is sit down in the chair for the table that is already pre-prepared and ready to go. So highly accessible. Um, My fiction book, I have Scrivener open at all times. It is on my desktop. Um, Wildflowers is on my phone. The book I read for fun is on my phone. The book I read for work is also in a visual place. Um, So, and then you know, for the course that I'm taking, I have that tab open in my browser. Um, And right, I'm vigilant about making sure that it is visible and doesn't get buried by all of the other million tabs in my browser. So my touchstone library, right, is, is in some ways a virtual library, but I do what I can to make it as physical and as present as possible. But again, I have other clients that, you know, art cart or touchstone altar, it's literally like a table or a cart or a physical space. And so I wanted to share this as a, a support tool for understimulation and even just a support tool for following your dopamine when your brain is like, oh, I want to do something, but I don't know what my options are. Well, create a literal menu of options for yourself, right? Make that menu of options um and continue to build on your menu of options. Add to it whenever you like because it's not a to-do list. It's not a, ooh, I need to do all of these things or else. It's a, here are my options. Here are my touchstones. Here are the things that I want to remember are important to me. And we can leave it at that. So I wanted to share that with you today. Um, Maybe you found that you already have a tendency to do this and Um, maybe you already have one that exists in your space. And if so, that's so cool. I would again, love, love, love to see a picture, but, um, I hope you guys are having a wonderful week. I'm recovering from the flu still. I still have a little bit of a cough. Um, and it was really bad. Like it was so bad. I was coughing so hard and I won't get into graphic specific details, but I was like coughing so hard that I like 
re-herniated my, um, my, my disc, my spinal disc. And so I've had a lot of back pain the last week or so. So I'm trying to be really, really doing lots of gentle stretching and letting myself rest and letting myself do what feels intuitive, like it's going to feel, feel good for my body. So that's where I'm at, but the weekend is almost here. I do not understand how it is October 19th because I feel like it was October 1st like a day ago, but here we are. The The, the year is flying by. Um, so again, thank you for listening. Thank you guys for being here and I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care. Bye.